Blog Talk Radio. Frank Conti, sorry about that little mix-up with the audio right there. Um, mics are still coming in a week. Remember, we haven't been in the studio all winter, or most of the winter. Um, we are getting the bugs out. My man behind the behind the glass over there, my producer, one of the best in the biz, Juan. Um, yeah. I know last episode's fine wasn't good. It, it, it bugged out a little. This one is probably going to be better, but not where we want it to be. When you're in the studio every day, you know, constantly, you know, we have two shows. When you have 
the studio work in the way you want. You know, you're in constantly, you're two days in here a week, and, you know, your, your volume's up the right way, your, your mic's in the perfect spot, everybody's feeling good and all that stuff. It's all great. It's gravy in the Navy, right? Right now, it's not like that, you know? We're, we're still remembering where we're at. I mean, the studio is always open right now. I don't know why. You know, anybody walks by screaming here. Um, you know, we don't have our audio, right? We're going to have a new opening. Next show I have will be the brand new opening for the season and the closing for the season. And in between, you know, obviously we're going to have all um, different commercials and spots and all that type of stuff like that. Our segments will be in, you know, the segments you've grown to love. Five years of this. Five years of this. This is, well, I didn't even tell you what it is. You're listening to Being Frank. I'm your host, Frank Conti. And we're talking some Major League Baseball. Yes, it's back in session. Yes, a lot of things to cover within this hour. The show will probably, I mean, when we have players on, we go two hours. When we have coaches on, we go two hours. When we have GMs on, we go two hours. You know, you get the logistics there, we go two hours. When it's just me, I'm going to do an hour. I'm not going to keep you here yapping. I'm going to get down to basics. I might go over a little over an hour because I might get, you know, emotional. I might get crazy. We're going to take callers during the year and have a lot of fun things. 27 Ounce website is being revamped. It will be back up and running on Monday. So you'll be able to go over there and check that bad boy out. And, um, you know, be able to, it's a really, really nice. It's really revamped. It's going to look great. A lot of great things. We have a big, big, big contest we're going to go out there. I don't know if it's going to be too much of a contest, but um, it's a big one. All the crossing the T's and dot the I's are not done yet, but um, you're going to be able to join me and, and someone else from 27-ounce baseball with about Houston Astro players during spring training. Big one there. So you don't want to get to the 27-ounce baseball. We're going to lock it in and do it here. Um, this is our to show the interview with Ben and Chris. It's our other show. It's great. Writers are getting back to the ballpark. Photographers are getting back to the ballpark. You know, 27 ounce brings it the way it's supposed to be. Now, today's episodes, the next couple of episodes, we're going to break down the division. Then we're going to do the NL West. We're going to do the NL Central, the NL East, and then the AL West, AL Central, AL East. We're going to do it that way. Might have a couple of players join us when we get certain teams. So you're going to want to be there for that. Um, we're going to do some predictions and, and all fun things like that. Um, might have a co-host for one of these. So it's going to be fun, especially for the AL East and the NL East. Well, before I get into that, um, I was on two weeks ago, and I do apologize for that, Mike. Um, it was loose a little, so you heard it break up when I got loud. My voice, I apologize. Juan apologizes. Juan's working on a lot of things in there. He, does, he is on the radio. The DJ doing other things and produces other things, so he does have a big schedule and he he takes care of business. Great dude. Anyway, and me when it was Valentine's Day when I was supposed to go on. Was it going to go on Valentine's Day? One of the best Valentine's days I had in a long time, but it was bittersweet. I do live down here in South Florida. I live six blocks away from Parkland. Everybody heard about the shooting in Parkland in uh, Florida uh, on Valentine's Day. I have two cousins, not long-distance cousins, not third cousins that are here at my house. I go to their house every holiday, everything. We're always around each other, always doing things on the weekends. They went to that school. I'm not going to get too much into it. They both survived. Um, one of them, very dramatic, got taken by SWAT. When they were taken out, seeing the blood and bodies all over the floor, life has changed for her forever. That whole school life has changed forever. That whole school has changed forever. That building has changed forever. Okay? It's ridiculous. It's it's unbelievable that we have, I think, now 19 as of today. I think Ohio had a shooting, if I'm not mistaken. I could be, you know, I wasn't really up. I was in the studio doing a lot of things today. And also, you know, getting the show prepared. I don't want to be too long on this because we got to talk about but something's got to give. 19 shootings over February in schools. Schools alone. I know people love their guns. 
I know a lot of ball players hunt in the offseason, so they're going to hear really, and I hunt, I've hunted before. I've hunted with ball players before. Um, I think there needs to be better long guns. I think, you know, you can't drink alcohol at 21, but you can own a gun. And the type of guns. I mean, you don't need a machine gun. You don't need a, an AR-15, 17, whatever it is. There's, no, there's no, no reason to have a gun like that. So there's a lot of things we can do. I'm not going to get into it. I'm very disappointed with the way America and our society has been run. Um, how many people, how many mass shootings in schools in England? Anybody know? Does anybody know? Mass shootings in England, in schools. Forget anywhere else. There isn't any. Can't have a gun in England. Can't own one. It's against the law. If I'm not mistaken, the cops don't have guns either. I think there's certain departments that have guns, but the regular B cops don't. Can't have guns in England. No, nobody shoots anybody. Can you have mass stabbings? I doubt it. The two, somebody's going to jump on you and give you a beating. Just something to think about. Something to think about. I'm not going to get too much into it. I want to send my condolences out to all the families, all the, all the all the people that are going through tragedies over there in Brooklyn now, and I guess in Ohio, and and all the other school shootings. It's ridiculous that it comes down to this. It's ridiculous that our country has come to this. But one of the good things about our country is baseball. And let's get into it. Let's do it. Last year was a weird season for the NL West. You know, a team that's usually at the top of that division, the Giants, ended up almost 100 losses, two games away from 100 losses. Tough season for them. Padre is a team that you're finding ourselves right around where they were, with 20 games on the 500, probably where they're supposed to be. They ain't going to get too much better. We'll get into them because we'll get into them. The Rockies ended up a wild card, 11 games over 500. Third place, very good season. The Arizona Diamondbacks ended up really good with 93 wins as a wild card. And the Dodgers with the best record in baseball, 104, and probably be right up there again this year. We'll get a deep, deep with these teams like the Giants. The Giants will start off at the last place team because they're not going to be in last place. They might be the second best team in this division if the pitching holds up and stays strong and healthy. Definitely fight for second, fight for a wild card all season. I mean, you have McCutcheon in right field, Austin Jackson in center, Hunter Prince in left. That's a pretty good damn outfield. Jackson had a very – if you look at that, you're going to say Jackson is the, is the is the weak link. Kid had a good season last year. And the belt at first, Clink at, at second, Crawford at short, Evan Longoria comes over from the Rays to play third. They have Pablo Sandoval off the bench. They have Posey behind the plate. Nick Hundley is a backup. They got some players on this team, some players. Imagine Sandoval – Hitting and doing his thing again. I mean, that's a big dude coming off the bench. Big dude. They have Dyson and Strickland and Smith and Watson out of the pen. They have one of the best pitchers in Baumgartner. They have Cueto and Samalaja. Tight-looking team there. Tight-looking team. And that team could well overachieve if some of these guys bounce back. Well overachieve. McCutcheon, Hunter Prince, Brandon Bell, and those guys put it together, it's going to be a beautiful season in San Francisco. Beautiful. Beautiful. They could have moved McCutcheon to center, and they could have had Stanton in that lineup. That would have been one of the best lineups in all of baseball, Stanton would have went there. Very shocked and very surprised he didn't. The team needs to win. They have some pitching. Imagine having Stanton in that lineup. Jackson would have been coming off your bench. You'd have Prince, McCutcheon, and Stanton in that, in that outfield. Longoria, Crawford, and Belt, and Posey. Whew. Disgusting. I don't want Giants fans to get upset because that almost happened. But, hey, you got a pretty good damn team there. If your pitching holds up and stays healthy, you're going to fight for second place. Dodgers are going to win this division. Hands down, unless they have a ton of injuries and things go wrong. But hands down. So, Giants fans, be happy with what you got there. Got a pretty good damn team there. You put a little something together under the radar. You got some players there. You got some personalities there. You got some nice jersey that goes out and buy. Um, you know, there, there's some great things to look there. You go to the stadium, you have Princess B, you have Dyson, you have Baumgartner, you have Samalaja, you have Cueto. Crawford's great with his hair. McCutcheon is the dude. You know, Posey's Posey. You know how he acts. Great stuff. 
great stuff. San Francisco, go out, support your team, beautiful stadium, have a good season this year. It's going to be fun over there in San Francisco. Love it. Moving on to a team that's going to end up in last place, no matter what they do. You know, I'm going to take that team because it's going to be when to get the ball. So we're going to go right over to Colorado. We're going to swing right over. It was negative. It was one degrees today. One degrees. Colorado. 84 degrees down here in Florida. Just letting you know, guys. Um, another good team put on the field. Good hitting. And even if they have guys that are iffy with the hitting, they always hit good because it's Colorado. You know, you know how it is. But um, they got a good team there with uh, Parr in the outfield. Man was an unbelievable MVP candidate. I love his beat. I love everything he does. love the dude. He's one of my favorite players in the game right now. I love watching him. Keep an eye on him. He's a breakout season this year. Ian Desmond in left. McKinnon at first. LeMayhew at second. Story, another great dude. has been interviewed on this show. has been interviewed in the interview a couple of times. has been interviewed with great stories from our, our writers before he became the story. Trevor's story, get it, of the big leagues. And then um, Arandino at third. My favorite dude, great defensive player, good hitter. I like him and Mayhew. I think they're very underrated. Ionetta behind the plate, kind of like him too. Uh, Gray, Anderson, very good at the top of that rotation. Davis, Dunn, Short, very good coming out of that role. So they got what it takes. Is their pitching a little can it be better? Maybe. Everybody's pitching could be better, can it? But that lineup is very good. There's a lot of guys in that lineup that can do some damage. You know, there's not too many easy outs. That stadium makes them a little better. They played in two of their games there, any one of their games there, whatever it's going to be. Pitching's not that bad, and their pitching's even better from that stadium. So when their hitting is a little weaker, their pitching's better. And that's what you need to have, right? That's the best. When your pitching's a little weaker, your hitting's unbelievable. So they're going to – that team's a third-place team. You know, they might be in fourth because of the Giants and, and Arizona. But that team's going to fight. They're going to be above 500. They're going to be fighting for a while. It's going to be a very tough division because there's only one team that's not going to be in this year. Arizona Diamondbacks. I like the Colorado Rockies a little better than the D-backs. I, I mean, listen, we have a lot of D-back fans of 27 outs. I don't want to just, you know, get two people upset. There's a lot of players I love on this team. I just feel Colorado has a little more. I think the, I think the pitching over in, in Arizona is a little better. The, the starting location, I think the relieving staff is, eh, I think is, is almost a drop better in Colorado. But the hitting, I don't know. I, I, you know, Yasmani Thomas, I love. Pollock is good. Peralta's good. Goldschmidt is one of the best. I think he's one of the best hitting first basemen in baseball. Um, I like Jake Lamb at third. Avila's behind the plate is good. Avila, I, you know, Derby is good. The Scalso is good. Owings is good. Um, Marte is okay. I mean, I just, they're a good team. Arizona, go out to your stadium and support this team. Beautiful out there in the desert. It's a good team. It's going to play great baseball. It's a good product on the field. It's going to be good for a while. Zach Grinke's good. Ray's good. Walker's good. Corbin's good. They're all good pitchers. Bradley, Boxenberger, Tiffin, Delgado, they're all good pitchers. They're a good rotation. But there's nothing going out there on that field. They got a couple of guys in the minors too. There's nothing going out there on that field that's going to make you turn away and go, "I'm oh, not going to have a good season." Barring injuries, barring injuries, there's no situation there. You're going to have a good season. You're going to fight for second place. You might end up in third. The way the Giants are going to come up strong. I believe in the Giants this year. Um, there's a lot going on there. It's 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary. There's a lot of good things going to go on at that ballpark. Don't get the go out there. There's a good chance you come out in the playoffs again. You're going to get better every year. You got some players in the minors, just like the Giants do, just like the Colorado Rockies do. You're going to be there. You're going to be there. And you're going to see some good, you know, Andy Thomas is one of the best. Goldschmidt and him, one-two punch, very good there. And you, and you also signed Dyson. Speed C. Dyson coming off the bench with Owens and, and Descalzo. I mean, they had some players on this team. They could have an injury or two and be okay. They could be okay. Have a Goldschmidt. You have your Tommy, uh, Yasmani Thomas, Paul. You have players on your team. You're pretty good. Don't feel too bad about yourself. Jake Lamb's another great young player, man. Great young player. And I'm a breakout player for the Giants this year. I think Jackson's going to have a tremendous. I think I think McCutcheon's going to have a real big bounce back here. I think Evan Lagoria is going to do good over there in that ballpark. 
So I like what I see there. So those are the two guys I'm telling you to keep an eye on in Colorado. Blackman's going to have a, a tremendous season this year. And Trevor's story is going to bounce back very nicely. And I know you know how I feel about Arandino and Mayhew. Okay? On the Arizona Dunback side, Jake Lamb. This kid's a player. Um, he's going to be one of the players one of the players that we'll have on this show this year. Uh, you know, 30 home run hitter, 105 RBIs, 240. I think is going to jump up, but he's going to hit a little bit more home runs. And then come then, it's probably going to get a little more RBIs. Where's that to that lineup? So he's going to have a, another extending year this year. Um, and of course, Goldschmidt. Of course, Goldschmidt. Off to the Dodgers, off to LA land, La La Land. That's how we roll out here. La La Land. This team's going to win the division. Win the division. Good team. Pitching wise, when you have Clayton Clanshaw, you know, Clayton, there's no Clayton. You're the best pitcher in the game by far. Best pitcher in the game. Guy goes out every night, does what he has to do, tears it up. You have, you have Hill. You have Wood. You have Rue. I mean, that's just four guys. I mean, they got some, some pitchers on that team. Jackson is your closer. Fields. Chagrani. Garcia. Baez. Kohler. And Kohler could also spot start. Very good leaving staff. But then you got hitters. Bellinger at first. Forshire at second. Sheets. Seeger at, th- at short, Turner at third. Got I interviewed more than once. Austin Bonds behind the plate. You have Garnell as his, uh, on the back. Kiki Hernandez in left. And then you have Tweeg in right. You have Patterson off the bench, Kemp on the bench, Utley on the bench. And like I said, Garnell on the bench. And you have Taylor in center. That's a sick team. That's a sick team. You know what? They could spell for Shire every now and then. Kemp could come in the outfield and Kiki Hernandez could play short. Turner could take a day off. For Shire could go to third. Utley could play. Even even Taylor could play second base. And you could put Kemp in the outfield or Patterson in the center. You have so many things you could do to get days off the people. Even Garner could play first or catch bonds a couple of days. Perfect, perfect over there in L.A. Perfect. I don't see that about too many teams. There's a couple of teams that are perfect right now. I mean, they're sitting pretty. They're going to go in and play some ball without injuries, without big-time injuries, without situations. They're, going to, they're, just going to, they're just going to play ball, and they're going to win. They're going to win more than they lose. Obviously, that's the name of the game, and it's going to be a fun time being fans of those teams. Fun time. The West is going to be a strong division this year. Very, very strong division this year. Okay? And then there's a couple of free agent moves that I really like this year. Not a lot of moves. Not everything happened in one month. Oh, my God, I can't keep up. I've got to write these names down. No, nothing crazy this year. And they are building farm systems. Teams are building within. They're not going out and spend. You will get the, the typical player here and there, like like Stan. Um, you know, next year, you know, whatever. You know, everybody's going to look at Harper, Machado. People are going to jump on those wagons because those guys you can't just pass up. But the other guys, the middle of the road guys, the guy that's like uh, a little bit better than middle of the road, you're not going to offer big money to. You're not going to jump all over them because you have, you're building your farm systems. Eric Hosmer is another big guy that moved this year. We're going to get into him and the Padres in a second. Um, that's the other team in the West that we're going to go over. Adding the right pieces to your farm system with your growth within. End the story. And so, you know, the offseason hasn't been great, but there's been pretty good moves, decent moves that fit teams, decent moves. I really, really like them, and I like this offseason. I like how it's going. I like what baseball is going. I do. Very, very – you know, I started off in the minors covering the minors. I still – I'm going to cover the Florida State League this year, too, with the Marlins and Rays. I will be doing that, and I enjoy that, and I like seeing those players move up and become something. Because I knew them first. I interviewed them first. It's great. It's a great feeling. Great feeling. And just to go a little deeper before we get into 
the Padres. Um, the teams that made the playoffs the last, well, not even last year, forget the last two years, and the teams where they were, look at their farm systems. The Nationals have a lot of players from their farm system on. They have some players they added in. They were 97, but Marlins were in second place. They're going to be in last place this year, but they were in second place. The Braves were in third. Whole farm system. Whole farm system. Even the Mets. Mets had a ton of injuries, but it's all their farm system. The Cubs won a World Series, and now they, were, they won 92 games this year. Farm system. Brewers, farm systems. Cardinals, farm system. Padres, farm system. You know, all those teams were almost fine. Well, St. Louis and up are all above 500. The Dodgers have added pieces, but most of their big-time pieces are built within. Diamondbacks built within. Colorado Rockies built within. You know, the Giants usually are built within. They're going to be better this year. They added some pieces. The Padres are built within, but they're always terrible. You know, it is. Um, they have, they're heading in the right direction. They're showing that. Sox have some, we have, have the Bees and a couple other players. The Yankees built within. Tampa within. They were two games under 500. Cleveland Indians went to the World Series, won 102 games last year, built within. Twins built within. Above 500. Wild card. The Royals built within. They're going to build within again. They were two games under 500. The White Sox weren't as bad as we thought. They're doing a lot of farm system stuff. They're going to creep up every year. Tigers are starting to do the same thing. Astros, 101 wins. Won the World Series. Built within. Angels are built within. The Mariners have a lot of players within. The Rangers built within. Oakland's always building within. Rangers are almost 500. So is Seattle. It, but the major teams that I mentioned, the Yankees, the Braves, Indians, the Twins, the Royals, the Marlins at that point, the Braves at the point, the Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, Rock, all of them. And the, most of the big name Dodger players that you will call off the top of your head right now if you're a baseball fan were built. It's the name of the game, folks. But there's a lot of pieces I like, and I don't want to go too deep into it because we're going to hit every division. I'm going to talk about one player in each division that was the key of assigning a key of a team pickup to help that team do it. And one of them is going to be off the Padres. I think the Padres are a last-place team. I just don't think they have enough yet. Their farm system is a little depleted. They have guys. They have some guys that might turn some heads. Remember, the Padres are a team I don't get to cover. They're on the West Coast. I don't get to cover them minor leagues either. I do do some dabbling. We do have players that cover them. You know, players. We have we have um, personnel that cover them for 27 outs, and they send me over some stuff. All right. Um. They they have some things on that team. Okay. And they have guys on the minor. Not a lot, but some some impact players that can come around. They have some players on the field. Well, they have Will Myers and Eric Hosman now. They're, that's great. Great. They have Richards in starting rotation. They have Mitchell. They have uh, Promoter. I like those guys. Hand, Yates, Sleeman, Carter Caps. I love those guys. There's just not enough for this division. For this division, there's not enough for this team to take it to the next level. It's not going to happen. Will it be fun in San Diego? Beautiful city. Beautiful stadium. Um, it's a team that hasn't won a World Series. They put together a, uh, you know, they brought in Eric Hosman. Now, this Eric Hosman thing, it blows my mind. You know, um, this is a team that, in my eyes, besides Oakland, is probably one of the worst teams in baseball. They have some, they have some stuff. It's just Miami. I mean, Detroit is Detroit. Oakland, and now the Marlins, and, you know, I mean, before all this happened, wasn't the Marlins, but now the Marlins, and, um, and the Padres, are the four teams in the bottom dungeon of the Major League Baseball. Marlins got some prospects out of this deal. We'll see what happens. Um, Detroit has some players in their minors, too. We can see what happens with that. Oakland has a couple of players, too, and they always do, but, you know, they're just a mess. But the Padres don't have a lot. They have some, some young ones, and they have some guys up here, but it's just not 100%. So him going there 
kind of blew my mind. For him to pick the Padres, and he had to have offers from other teams. He had to. I mean, there's no way the Padres are going to offer him anything. But Marlins trade away everybody, right? But those weren't guys that, that are Miami natives. This kid literally went to school down down here. He lived in plantation, if I'm not mistaken. Um, not far from my parents lived in plantation. So he's a South Florida guy. And then you have another guy, Machado, the third baseman from Miami. He could have been coming around to be a free agent. Imagine having them at the corners and then having all and they're young, and having all these other young guys come around and have Miami natives, that's the way the Marlins should have went. Bring in Miami, Miami natives and keep a couple of – they could have traded Boar. They could have traded Boar in San Diego. And one of these young dudes, these young Thundercats that they got over here. And they could have put Eric Hosmer, and they could afford Eric Hosmer this year. Trust me, could have. And then built a little something and said, hey, Machado, look, we have Eric Hosmer. We got something built here. We got some pitching. We got money in the bank. We're coming out, supporting natives. Hey, why don't you come over here and play at home, homie? Right? No, they didn't do it that way. But anyway, he goes to San Diego. He goes from a team when he came up, wasn't a good team. Where was one of them when he came up? I struggled with that rebuilding. Finally started getting some ground. Had a bunch of injuries in two. 11, they had guys come up, over and contributed, okay. And then they went to a World Series and won. Right? Yes. Then he signs with a team that the light at the end of the tunnel wasn't even as good as, as, as um, Kansas City. This light at the end of the tunnel wasn't the same as Kansas City. Kansas City, you've seen the light at the end of the tunnel. There might be a light at the end of this tunnel, but when you get there, it, it just might be a flashlight rolling around on the floor. Because, and this is the only team I'm ever critical besides Oakland, because Oakland is going to keep people enough to win. The Marlins just enough. Like they were close. If they were, if they didn't sell this team and they went in, into this season next year with what they had and got one ace and a closer, they would have been the wild card next year and been a winner. You know, would have done some things. You can't say that about the Padres or Oakland. And Oakland is one of the teams that just don't keep people enough. It's like they start tasting the, the good part of the food. You go, no, 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 this is too good for me. I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to get rid of it. Must be fattening. Like, cut the fat. Right? And that's the problem. That's the problem with this team. With Oakland. And, and, and then the Padres just don't have enough. The Padres tried to spend money many times. Many times. It was not the first time they went out and spent money. It just never worked for them. And spend the money ain't the issue. You've got to jump in and add a couple of pieces. Add the good star. Add the one or two good hitters. Add the reliever. That guy off the bench. Boop. That's it. Within. They don't have enough to build within. They have a little. Not enough. And not now. But I love Will Myers and I love Eric Hosmer. I think Eric Hosmer is going to have a tremendous, tremendous season this year in San Diego. He's the leader. He's the man. There's no one else that anybody else is at on this team saying, oh, well, you could be third best, but rap, rap, you know, whatever. You know, we like this guy really this guy, we have, you know, all this and that. No, Eric Hosmer is the dude. Okay, he's the dude. 318, 25 homers and a 94, 94 RBIs. Tremendous season last year. It's going to be, it's going to be right the same. It's probably going to hit a little bit more home runs. I would put him closer to 30 and 100 RBIs if he would get on. Base form, but the 318, 315 batting average about the same. And Will Myers is another player. I'm, I'm really, in, I like him a lot. I'm over <clears throat> when he was on, he was with the Royals, and then he went to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he went over to um, Tampa Bay, and then here. And he, he's a guy that has stuck it out with this terrible team. 30 homers, 74 RBIs, and a 243 batting average. I think his batting average get a little better with high in that lineup, and he doesn't have to swing at everything and try to score runs. And I do think that his RBIs would be a little bit higher with Hosmer on that team, but his home runs going to be right around the same. The guy that I'm looking at to have a breakout season in the hitting department, you know, you have Headley, you have 
Galvis. You know, you have those guys. But I think by watching film and studying a little, especially before I do shows, I study a lot of guys. I like this catcher, Austin Hedges. I like him. 25 years old. I know his bat was horrendous last year. He came months with the five RBIs. He has another 300 more bats to get. He's, he's going to have a little more confidence. He has some people hitting around him. I think he's going to have a breakout season. I like this dude a lot. A lot. I like his game. So keep an eye out for him. Austin Charles Hedges, 25-year-old catcher for them. Uh, if you want to go into pitching, I'll, I'll pick my breakout pitches for each team. Um, I think the leaving staff of the Giants, I think Dyson's going to have a tremendous season. Sam Dyson is a guy that I interviewed more than once. Um, good dude. Uh, I think Samalich is going to have a breakout season this year. I think he's going to do very well for the Giants this year. He's going to sort of like an ace material. San Diego, I think Mitchell is going to have a tremendous season this year. I really do. Brian Mitchell, I think he's going to come out and, and do some things. So look out for him. He's looking good. In the relieving staff, everybody knows I'm a, you know, a Brad Han and a uh, Carter Caps. Carter Caps is injured, but Brad Hand's going to be looking pretty good this year in the closing department. I really do like him. I like Steeman, too. I think Steeman's going to do some great things in that seventh and eighth inning. So look out for those guys. Colorado, I like my boy Anderson. I like the dude. I think the dude's for real. I think he's a pitcher. He's a lefty. Tyler Anderson, 28-year-old, uh, 6-6, six and six, 481 ERA. Didn't look too good in the playoffs, but, but all that experience of being a lefty, he's going to put it together this year. I really do like what I see from him. He has a good arm. On the bullpen, Shaw. I like Shaw a lot. Arizona DDs, the D backs. DBs, I think they say, but the DDs. I like Corbin. Patrick Corbin, no left hander. You know, I'm big on left handers. I'm the three-year-old left hander, very big on him. 14 and 13 with a 403. You know, if you think of it, had a lot of decisions. He had most of his decisions. He had how many games did he didn't have a decision? Two. And he had five games where he didn't have wait, five? Six games where he didn't get a decision out of 33 stocks. Well, it says 32 stocks, excuse me. So he has five games that he didn't have. Almost 200 innings pitched, almost 200 strikeouts. He's right at 178 strikeouts and 189 innings. Very good. Very good. This year he's going to put it together. Really, really like him. So look out for Patrick this year. And in the bullpen, I like Oxenberger. I always liked him. 29 years old. You know, I just think he's going to have a breakout season. He's going to be a good set of man. He's going to get a couple of saves. L.A., you know, I'm not taking Clayton and all those guys. It's not what I do. I take guys that you maybe not know about. Okay. I like in the bullpen Garcia. Okay. I really do. I think he's a hard thrower. I think the guy can be somebody that could get some saves in the future. I think he's going to do really 81 strikeouts, 75 innings. He had a save. Um, 76 games he was in, 312 ERA. This is a future. Clue. I mean, well, you're not a future closer. He could be a setup man. He could be a closer for some teams. He's 27 years old. I like him a lot. A lot. And then the pitching. It's really hard because a lot of these guys pitch oh, a lot of innings. You know, they're, they're established pitchers. Alex Wood, um, he's 27 years old. I like him 16 and 3 with a 72 ERA. I mean, you know, how can you say he's going to have a breakout season? Rich Hill. I like Rue. I thought Colin should have made a trade for him. He's well, 30 years old now. I think Ruse is going to, you know, five and nine with a 370 RA. I think he's going to put it together. He's a lefty again, not a lefty. How many lefties did I pick? I think he's something that um, is going to be above 500 and his ERA is going to be a little lower this year. I really do, I really do believe that. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel it. 
I feel that he's going to be a big contributor this year for the Dodgers. Big contributor. I went over my hitters already, so I'm not going to go too deep detail into um into that. Uh, the only other guy I like on the Dodgers that he doesn't have a spot, but I think he could be a really good pitcher, and I like his stuff, and I've seen him pitch, and I, and I watched him in on this team during the season is uh, is Brock Stewart. He's 26 years old. He is a right-handed. Well, I think right-handed. Two and two with a 248 ERA last year. 62 innings, 54 strikeouts. He had a save. He had nine um, game starts. Pretty damn good uh, pitcher. I think he has good enough control to take it to the next level. I don't know if he's going to make the starting rotation or the pen or whatever, but look out of him if you're a Dodger fan. Oh, man. I mean, that was a fast one. Fast one. A couple of key free agents still out there. Um, so there's some big, there's some free agents out there. There's some free agents out there. And like I said, there's a lot of free agents that signed, and I felt like where they signed was almost perfect fitting for what they signed. It really is to me. I really feel that. Yeah, I really do. Um, you know, and and there's a couple of guys that that are still out there. There's a couple of dudes out there that are still really good. Jenny Martinez signed with the Boston, so he's off the page. But uh, Jake Arrieta is a free agent. Um, you know, Tom's a free agent. Greg Holland's a free agent. Moose is still out. And, you know, so there's a couple of guys out there that can still make a team and an impact going forward. So a lot of some of these picks that I make going forward could be, um, you know, could be changed, maybe a position or two, whatever, you know, like, you know, not second, third, or, you know, whatever, you know, a team might be fourth and might, might jump up to third or whatever. I don't know, but it's going to be something that, I don't know. I kind of like. And, you know, there was another trade. Uh, Brandon Derby, actually, the infielder, went over from the Diamondbacks over to the Yankees. And, and um, Nick Solick and Anthony Benita went over to, I think, I think they went over to the Rays and the D-backs kid, Steven Souza. Souza. I love this kid last year. Steven was great. I covered him because I covered the Rays at the end of the season. He was one of my favorite players Rays and hitting wise. I loved his game. I loved his approach. I loved the way he acted. I loved the way he was on the field. And the Diamondbacks just got a big one. So this changes. Sousa changes. Steven changes the deal with the Diamondbacks. I was about to do my picks, and I'm going to change this a little bit. This is a big deal for me. Um, Yankees infielder. And the Yankees is impacted. And, you know, the Solik I like a lot, too. And I interviewed him a couple of times in the minors. So the D-backs are getting some players there, too. That was a great trade. Some good trades happening. Some good trades happening. The last Marlins trades with Yellish was really good. So a lot of good stuff going on there. I'm enjoying this offseason a little. Um, there's a lot of teams to look forward to. There's some young things to look forward to. The team's not going to win a lot. There's some young stuff going on there. There's light at the end of the tunnel with a lot of teams. A lot of fans should be happy about a lot of things this year. Baseball's going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, hot-thumping, great baseball this season. Looking really, really forward to it. But let's do my picks for the West. I said the Dodgers are going to win this division, and I believe that. And I'm going to stick with that. So the Dodgers are going to be the team that's going to win this division this year. I think they're going to win around 100 games again. They're going to be elite. I had the San Francisco Giants in second place. I'm going – if everybody stays healthy and the pitching stays healthy, there's no way that that's going to be any different. they got a pretty good bench. The relieving staff is good. They have the starters. They have an ace. And, he's lucky. and, they, have, um, and they have plenty of hits on their team. There's not really too many holes on that team there. And that's a tremendous lineup. I like them a lot. I feel very comfortable. Now, again, if Mogoria goes down, Cutchin goes down, you know, this guy goes down, Hunter Prince goes down. No, you can't win. No, that's not how it happens. Okay? 
I'm going to go to Diamondbacks for third, Rockies for fourth, and fifth, the Padres. I don't think, I think from fourth to first, it's going to be close. Well, fourth, fourth to second is going to be very, very close. Can the Diamondbacks end up at second and try some third? Yeah, absolutely. Can Colorado end up at third and, and Arizona end up at fourth? Yeah, absolutely. Can, Arizona, can Colorado end up at second and the Giants end up at fourth? Yeah, absolutely. But by games, that's a five game from, from fourth to second could be a five, six game ratio. It could be that close this year. I think the Padres are going to be under 500. I think they're going to be exciting to watch. There's going to be some great things to see. I think they're going to move some guys up towards the end of the season that you normally wouldn't. So you're going to see some more of the future. I think Hosmer's going to be a great approach and that great hat, lucky, go lucky guy he is over there, over there and help out Will Myers do some things and see some players advance a little because they have another big bat in that lineup. Their pitching's not that sad, so it's not going to be dog days of August. So it's going to be uh, it's not going to be a bad season for them, but they're going to be a last place team. And, you know, they're going to be under 500 around what they are, 71-91, 75, you know, 80-something. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. And last, and probably from fourth, they probably would be a couple of games out. I would say they would probably be, you know, a good 10, 15 games out of fourth, maybe 20. Can the Dodgers slip the Giants? Can the Dodgers slip the Diamondbacks if the pitching holds up for the Diamondbacks with that lineup and those players? Yes. Without a doubt. Arizona Diamondbacks just got that better. That much better. They got that much better. Because now you're going to take Peralta and you, you, you got to put him in play. I mean, a 30 year old. The 293, 14, and 57 homers. He could play the infield. He could play the outfield. You just made him expendable. Azani Thomas, Pollock, and Susan in the outfield. Steven in the outfield. Forget it. And then Goldschmidt. Martin. So you're going to move Peralta now to second base to take over Derby. Right? And you're going to miss a beat trade. He's a 25-year-old, pretty good young player. You know, upside on him is okay. You know, he's going to play some ball. You know, good player. But you move Peralta over there. And you just put that upper hitting outfield that hits more home runs. That's what you did. So the Diamondbacks did some great stuff. Diamondbacks are doing some smart, some smart, smart stuff. You know, and and I love that. I love that. You know, and I love what the Rays did. The Yankees did okay too, but I love what the Rays did because um, they got they have to go younger. And they did, you know. So I and everybody knows I am a big fan of the Rays. I like what they do. Everybody knows that. So with that said, let's do it. Let's end the show. Thanking everybody to that has called in. Well not has called in, has listened. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll have another show next week. All the audio will be done. The website will be done. A lot of great things will be done. We might even have a guest player next week, so, you know, stick in. Juan, thanks. Everybody, this is let's, let's, This is being Frank. I'm your host, Frank Conti, at FrankConti13 on Twitter. Talk to you guys later. Hit me up. Let me know what you think about the West. And like I always say, take care, brush your hair, peace. I'm out of here. Y'all know this one. Sing it with me if you would. Got a girlfriend. Got braids in her hair. First time I seen her walk by, who? Man, I fell about my chin. Had to get her number. Took me like six weeks. Now me and her go way back, like Cadillac seats. Riding like a back row, driving with my eyes closed. I know every curve like the back of my hand. Doing 15 in a third. I ain't in no hurry. I won't take it slow, just as fast as I can.
turn them inside out. I don't need no help. Got gifts like honey, so thick and so sweet. Ain't no curve like curve on that downtown street. Body like a bathroom, driving with my eyes closed. I know every curve like the back of my hand. Everybody sing it loud and proud one more time. 